You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. If you want to get your money's worth, stay right here because you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. And remember, everybody's got a price. This is Don West here, and I'm telling you, Knockouts and Three Counts is the podcast, baby. Make sure that's the one you check out because, buddy, like me, they're the real deal, baby. This is Jake the Snake Roberts. Just let me know. You need to listen to Knockouts and Three Counts, or you'll see that damn snake again. This is the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, a.k.a. Shane T. Boy, the baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. And you're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... What Kyle's not here? Knockouts and three counts. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I know you're probably thinking, like, who the hell is this guy doing the intro? It's, it's been a while. It's your boy Dev. I'm here back in town, and thought I'd jump on while I had the opportunity to be back on the show, man. Uh, Kyle's going to be here in a second. He's running a little bit late, so he yeah. told me to go ahead and get this thing started. Corey, it's good to officially meet you, sir. Yeah, I was going to say as well. Very nice to officially meet you, even though, you know, under weird times, under weird circumstances, it is what it is. But, you know, nice to nice to finally, you know, get to know you a little more, at least. Yeah, this is definitely uh, going to be fun, man, to actually be on the show with you. Uh, we did uh, like one video, but it was like spliced together. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to it, man. And uh, let me just say thank you for holding the ship down, man, while, you know, things have been going on on, on my end, man. So appreciate you, brother. Hey, it ain't that hard, man. You know, you got a little interest in the game. It ain't that hard. Just, you know, come on here and talk a little shit about it once a week, you know? Right. Wait, real quick, man. Is there anything you want to say before Kyle gets in here? Because I know he doesn't let anybody talk. So here's your chance, man. <laughs> Damn, off the top. That's a good – That's a. that should be the segment. We should just – Delay him five minutes every week and just have the second off the top. Like, here's, um, here's your chance, man. No, honestly, man, we had a, we have a whole event planned kind of for this week with kind of the wrap up for the year and stuff like that. And I just I kind of can't wait to get into it. We just like you said, we got Kyle waiting to uh, reset his internet and stuff. Um, but other than that, man, how's uh, how's Texas treating you? How's uh, the life on on the other side of the show? Well, uh, the, the most important thing is I don't have to deal with snow anymore. That's that's the most <laughs> important thing. <laughs> but no, life life's pretty good down there, man. Um, I wish you know my work schedule was a little bit you know lightened up so that I could do the show yeah. more, man. But uh, we're working on that, man. But uh, for the most part, everything is good. I I know that feeling. I've been trying to slow down a little bit over the last year, so I you know can enjoy these kids while I got them young. So I'm not the dad that's complaining when I'm 40 that I didn't get to spend no damn time with my kids. So, you know, trying to take it into consideration early, you know, Corey, love the kids, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, let, well, while we're waiting on Kyle, man, let's uh, go ahead and preview what we're going to do on this show. Like you said, it's more of the year wrap up show. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to hit uh, several topics. 
We're going to talk about our top three fights of the year, the top three uh, wrestling matches of the year, our top three wrestling moments. Uh, we're going to name our fighter of the year, male and female. We're going to name our wrestlers of the year, male and female, and our breakout stars. Um, this is going to be pretty edgy because I, I don't know some of the people might – wait, there's a hand. Oh. Oh, there's a hand, there's some glasses, there's some other glasses on an arm. And there's a audio. Do we have a Kyle? Nope. Do we lose him? We halfway had a Kyle. All right, but yeah, def- this has been a, a, a crazy year, 2020. So I'm, I'm very interested in hearing what everybody has as their moments of the year and their fighters of the year and so on and so forth. And I think this is going to be a very interesting year wrap up and but it's been a very interesting, interesting is the word we use here. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be uh, normally interesting would be like a word that you don't always use to describe something, but it's very fitting in this circumstance. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, interesting can be over overused, but no, it definitely yeah. applies to 2020. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no denying that. I mean, just with everything, the ability one question I got for you with it, like you were saying, being so busy with work and on top of that, with the world being as crazy as it is, how, how much have you been able to keep up on uh, the goings on it? As one would say. Oh man. Well, as far as uh, wrestling and MMA goes, it's, it's kind of up and down, man. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure we, we talked about it on the show, about how I, I don't watch WWE anymore for personal mm-hmm. reason. So, uh, it's going to make <laughs> it's going to like shrink the pool for me. Uh, absolutely. And uh, you know, with MMA, I've, I've been able to watch a, a good portion of it, but a lot of times I'm so exhausted from working uh, six days a week that you know I'll, I'm in and out. So yeah. I've, I've I've you know done a little bit of research, you know, to you know to kind of keep myself abreast of so I can actually do this topic. But we'll, we'll see we'll see how this goes. Man. It should be interesting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What about yourself, man? I know uh, well, Kyle was telling me that you're more of the the fighting guy. Wrestling is kind of, you know, you dabble a little bit, man. So, so what has it been like for you? Well, that essentially sums it up. But to get a little deeper in the topic, I I've been very. Uh, I like to say the phrase. I've been very balls deep in MMA now for about like five years, like. Right. From fir- first fight till the last fight of every damn Saturday, essentially. And then trying to watch all the dumb, you know, middle week promotions, the LFAs and all the everything else, all the goings on. Oh. What up, motherfuckers? Oh. I'm in the car because my internet took a shit. My car took a shit. But I am happy to be here on knockout to the couch. I will get the shit done somehow or another. How the fuck are you guys doing? Why are you yelling, sir? <laughs> I've had a hell of a day. I was driving home and got a flat tire, and then on the, and then I got home and the internet took a shit. I just wanted to talk about some wrestling and MMA with my friends, man. Uh, it always so what happens. What did I miss so far? Oh, right? uh, mm-hmm. you know, me, me and Corey getting to know each other, man. Trying to, you know, make make sure your your, your new uh, work husband is is, is up to snuff. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> all right well, well as long as, as long as he's as long as he's the work wife i'm okay with the nicknames it's, uh, 
So did you guys at least let them know the real reason why we're here today? And that's to give our year end awards and all that stuff for knockouts and three counts. Absolutely. Uh, look, all I know right. it's been a while since I've been on here, man, but I'm, I'm not that rusty, man. We people know the topics we're going to be hitting, man. So it's up to you to go ahead. And, I didn't uh, see any in the beginning. I'm just making sure we're good. So, so, what topic do you guys want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about the wrestling side, or do we want to talk about the MMA side? Uh, let's go wrestling, man. I think this is going to be the most interesting one, seeing as how uh, I've only watched half of the promotions. All right. So then you pick the first category. Um, let's go, let's go wrestlers of the year, male and female wrestler of the year. Okay. Um, for me, this was actually an easy pick, uh, for doing a male and female, uh, for me, wrestler of the year has to be Roman Reigns and I'll explain why, uh, Roman Reigns has to be wrestler of the year for me because, because, mm-hmm. You can't because... just leave us waiting like this, Kyle. <laughs> he's he's really trying to build up the suspense on this one. I think that's what's going on. I know. On. Let's, let's... Mm. Yeah, that's a great point, Kyle. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I, I'm just going to say right now my list is the same. I... <laughs> you, you go with Roman Reigns as well? Yep, fills up my whole list. There we go. <laughs> Well, uh, he, put, he he let his hair down a couple times and turned around, so I can put him on the female side too, right? <laughs> hey, man, it's your list, man. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, while Mr. Collison gets his uh, car internet situation together, man, uh, you go with Roman Reigns on the male side. I'm going to go with Mr. Uh, John Moxley, I think. Okay. You got him back. Yeah, I'm going to go with John Moxley. Like, like I said, I haven't been watching a lot of WWE. I've, I've heard about Roman Reigns' run. I, I feel like this is probably the run he, he should have had, you know, five years ago. But um, for, you know, wrestling I've actually watched, i got to say John Moxley, I think guys had an incredible year. He won PWI's uh, Wrestler of the Year. He's number one on that list. So I'm going to go with man, John Moxley. He had some great matches during these weird, hard pandemic times, and he's uh, – basically carried this brand new company and, and put them on the map. So I'm going to go with Mr. John Moxley as my wrestler of the year on the male side. Interesting. Well, on, on, on the women's side, who do you have? Sir? So women's side, I'm going to be extremely biased off the top just because of the ability. And we just had her on the show a couple months ago for her to be consistently climbing from, almost being a, not a nobody by no means, but very limited wrestling skills to now going on AEW every week, getting her regular show time and stuff. I have to go with Lindsay Snow, not necessarily as my number one, but this I don't necessarily have them one, two, and three. But off the top of my head, just what she's been able to do in the last couple of weeks, I know it hasn't been necessarily winning bouts, but the fact that she's turned her career into something where she's, you know, Getting some real real playtime, you know it. Though, like I like I say in our weekly shows all the time when we have wrestlers on, for me it's not necessarily the performances they go out there and put on. It's the the effort that they put into it and the ability for them to want to progress their careers. What what stands out to me more often than not. I definitely like to ask uh, Lindsay. 
and maybe it's because we had her on the show a few times and we got to know her a little bit. She's cool, really cool people, man. But yeah, um, yeah. I, man, I, I'm definitely pulling for her, man. Seeing her on AEW Dark every week. Uh, I know she did like a segment on Raw at yeah. one point during the year, and um, we've seen her just out here grinding, winning blood sport. You know, she. I'm definitely a big fan of Lizzie Snow, man. And uh, I'm, I'm still looking forward to getting that tattoo from her. We're going to have to make this happen one day, man. Um, I was talking about it in our interview with her, saying that he can't wait to make his way down to Florida just to try. Oh, <laughs> oh, back in the house, back in the house. You, are you just taking us on a tour, Kyle? Is that what's going on? I've already tried to explain this to you, but you fuckers don't read messages. But... <laughs> um. Anyway, what I was trying to say is this was a really easy pick for me to make when it comes to Superstar of the Year. For me, Roman Reigns, hands down, has to be Superstar of the Year, and I'll explain why. Because if we're talking about an overall body of work uh, in wrestling, it's kind of hard not to say Roman, because Roman was, for a long time, the one bright spot on the two main shows for WWE. You can say what you want about NXT and all that, but Roman is on Fox, which obviously is a much bigger network than USA. Okay. So for him to be able to do that and then, you know, have it to where you go from a year ago before, you know, he had his bout with leukemia, it's leukemia, correct? I think so. I think, I think so. it's leukemia. Think anyway, it's leukemia. you know, he had his bout with leukemia and everybody hated him until that leukemia thing happened, right or wrong. Nobody gave two I mean, shits what he did. That'll definitely, uh, that's the type of thing that'll change opinion on somebody, you know? Well, right, but that's not even what I'm saying. Scary, not even the, yeah. But that's not even what I'm saying. Not even with the leukemia part. The leukemia part made him human again to the fans, but when he came back and to have him go with Paul Heyman, who was the guy who was his arch rival's fucking dude for years, and to have him finally turn heel like we've been saying for years and years and years, Bro, it has to be Roman Reigns. On the female side of things, this one was another easy one for me. And I'm going to go with somebody who's not in WWE. She ain't in AEW. I'm going to go with Thunder Rosa. Well, Thunder Rosa to me has to be the women's superstar of the year. Because she showed up in AEW when she was still the NWA champion. Has been doing her thing all over the place, <laughs> doing her thing with MMA and fighting and all that, all at the same time. And she's put on more good matches on the female side of things. And like, I feel like brought more eyes to wrestling for women this year than anybody, really. Especially when you also consider that she's got Mission Pro down there in Texas. Um, you know, she's got Mission Pro down there in Texas, which is an all female promotion. Can't really say there's anybody that's not doing more for women's wrestling right now than Thunder Rosa. Devin, what do you think? Well, um, I already said John Moxley was my, my pick for the year. PWS number one. Uh, so I rode with him and, you know, carrying that company that when he won the title had only existed for really, what, five months? And to take them to where they are now, had to go with Mr. Moxley. And, and Moxley's run also helped set up where Kenny Omega is right now, so uh, John Moxley, and on the women's side, that, uh, that's what I'm going to get to now. Um, I, this might surprise some people, seeing as how I'm not watching WWE, but I have to go with Sasha Banks, man. And interesting pick. 
you know, and I, I didn't get, really get to see it, but, you know, hearing about the, the programs with uh, her and Bailey, how basically for a while until Roman Reigns did turn heel, uh, basically from everything that everybody told me, Sasha and, and Bailey were basically that was running, SmackDown. running the company. I mean, I mean, they, they were basically the best thing in the whole company at that point. As far and, as storylines, problem is that that was the only thing that hurt that whole run was just that the fact that they were like, they let that go so long because they were trying to get all the mileage they could out of it that it almost got like that piece of bubble gum. It was still good, but, but you know well, what? You know, but she, she was what tag champions for a while and they both were carrying a championship and she's currently the champion now. And, and above all else, above all else, great appearance on the Mandalorian, man. Shout out to Sasha Banks for, you know, I was going to say that's, that's, that's pretty big uh, power moves out here. Yeah. Star Wars universe, sir. And she did a great job too, man. If you guys don't watch Star Wars, if you guys think it's nerdy, I don't want to watch that crap. Watch the Mandalorian. It's just good television, regardless of what universe it is. And it'll make you open your, 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 your mind up. But Sasha Banks did a great job on there. I think, I think that kind of era of the whole Star Wars being nerdy things kind of gone us gone aside I, f- I feel like it's more mainstream than uh most things that are considered not nerdy anymore if, if you know right. what i mean i agree all right so we've covered superstar of the year Corey. since devin picked the first category i'll let you pick the next one and i'm pretty sure that means we might be switching over to the mma side of things but call me crazy which not one are we possibly. picking first I would like to see who your guys' standout fighters of the year were, was. We'll, be, we'll basically Are you jump about breakout right fighter up. or fighter of the year? Fighter of the year. We'll go right off the top, right off the rip. Who do you guys think was the top tier fighter, male and female? Who's your top? Uh, I, well, Devin, I'll let you go first. For some reason, I think we're all going to have the same answer. <laughs> I think I think it's only one answer. If we're talking uh, just MMA, are we including boxing in this as well? You can. You, you absolutely can. I didn't you can factor totally boxing into boxing. mine. You absolutely okay. can. Okay, if we're going to throw boxing in here too, I think everybody thinks Canelo is, is the best, but I, I have to throw Tiafimo Lopez in here, man. I feel like okay. he, he, he had... He had one of the biggest upsets in a long oh, I time, agree. and mm-hmm. definitely put his his name on on the map. So, yeah, the Canelo have the best year, of course he did. Canelo the best fight. He is pound for pound the best fighter in the world. But I think Tiafimo Lopez, you know, Canelo basically didn't do anything that we didn't expect him to do. Tiafimo yeah. Lopez coming in and taking that title from Lomachenko, man. Yeah, I, th- I think I got to give him the edge, man. Just because I don't want it to be, you know, yeah, you can give LeBron James the MVP every single year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to, you know, other people, you know, make impacts too. So I, I give the Tiafimo Lopez as the fighter of the year. I I completely, I'm not, I do not disagree with your point at all. Cause I think that's a great out of the lines pick. Like you said, a little bit, my only argument would be that was his only fight throughout the year. And I see, and, I, that, and that's my issue with it too. Now, granted, it's, it's, if you're it's talking. It's a weird year now. It's, it's, it's a COVID yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the and pick that I'm going to make is going to obliterate that. And if you're just talking about single performance and single standout star, I completely agree with you. And the fact that he was on the main ESPN fl- platform for that fight really intensified the eyes that were able to see it. 
110%. Um, that, that really was a, that fight because of the timing, I feel like goes out of a, pe- a lot of people's mind, you know, out of sight, out of mind, you know, the time keeps rolling, but that's and, but, definitely and like, and, like I, and like I said, you know, like I said, Canelo Alvarez is basically LeBron James of boxing. You know, you can give it to him every single year. Yeah. So, and, and everybody else, I know who they're going to say is the fighter of the year on the MMA side. So, you know, I thought I'd mix it up just a little bit. But. Well, see, I feel like I don't know who everybody's going to say because arguably you could say, in my eyes, uh, uh, Kazmat Shemaev. The dude that's now rolling through the UFC has the most viewed highlight ever, yada, yada. Or, in my eyes, my number one pick, you could go with Kevin Holland. Just because of, because of yet again, activeness of schedule, his ability to get huge highlight knockouts. Even though it wasn't over the highest uh, caliber of opponents, if we're just talking about person that's the standout star of the year, I think that's the number one, um, in my eyes at least. What what do you what about you, Kyle? For me, man, there's only one guy that really can be fighter of the year. Honestly, on the on the of the year caliber, when we're only picking one person, that part of the show was easy for me. The harder part came when we started talking about the top moments and the top fights. That was where it was hard for me yeah. as far as fighter of the year. On the male side of things, how can it not be Davison Figueiredo? Because his last fight was a draw. That's what doesn't matter. Dude, it does not matter in a fight in like that. Eyes. It does in not matter eyes. in a fight like that. And here's why. It doesn't matter, A, because like you just said, the exact reason that you and I just said that Tofimo Lopez would be a hard one for us to pick is the exact reason why Davison Figueiredo is the perfect person to pick because um, – He's the perfect person to pick because um, he's fought three times. He beat Benavidez twice. That Moreno fight, yes, it ended in a draw, but it was a fucking war and not a fight where you're. it's a draw where sometimes when you see a draw, you see people come out and they'll be like, well, it was a draw, but, dude, that guy really lost. Yeah. Nobody was saying that towards the champ or saying that he got saved by a draw in that one. That's a fight yeah. that everybody wants to see run back, and Figueiredo himself said he wanted to run back right away. So, yeah. for me, that doesn't really make him lose stock well, to me. And and don't sleep on that Perez fight, too, with the fact that he ran through the number one contender in the, what, two minutes of the first round? That that See, I, I weighed real heavily on that. that. Those were my two arguable number ones, was Davison Figueiredo and Kevin Holland. And I picked Kevin Holland just because I feel like he had the more standout moments. Even though I think Figueredo fought at a higher tier of talent-wise. So take that for what it is. But I I weigh the fact that he was – Kevin Holland was able to build his star power so much in such a short time. I mean, nobody knew who he was. His first fight of this year was uh, in May. And he he, uh, rattled off five wins in a row. 5-0 5-0 and 0 throughout the year, it's, it's hard to compete, man. Not a lot of people put up those kind of numbers throughout, uh, what, seven-month period? No, and I, I agree. As far as activity and, and things of that nature, sure, Kevin Holland, I mean, yeah, he, he can, but I feel like the level of the competition is what's going to change things on that. 
I it can't not. If we're talking about overall fighter of the year, if we're talking, we'll, I got plenty to say about Kevin Holland. You just wait till we get to the other the other categories. That's why there's more than one category. That's why we asked all of you guys to comment on it. And if you're watching this and haven't done so already, hit that motherfucking like button and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss anything. But let us know in the comments if you think we're full of shit. Um, well, for me, well, like I said. It's a pretty simple one as far as male fighter for me. It just comes down to activity, caliber of opponent, and we're talking championship fights. The man won the title and defended the title twice in the same year. Missed weight in one of them, and one of them was a draw. I weighed real heavily on these picks, I'm telling you. But that's 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 why we're allowed to have opinions. And like I said, again, if you guys don't agree with us or you got different names, let us know in the comments who it is that you think it is. I guess we're going to table the conversation on that one since I'm the only one that hasn't picked a category yet. Wait, wait, well, wait, wait. we didn't say we didn't you say the, the women's side. side. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. Excuse side. me, excuse me. No disrespect to the lady fans and Heidi, if you're watching, what up, though? Anyway, um, uh, like I said, if on the female end, I, like I said, the picks of the year, like for the single person, were like that was not hard for me. Because, again, here we go again. If we're talking female fighter of the year, I'm going to go real quick and simple. How is it not Valentina Shevchenko? How is it not? Who who else Who else are you going to put above it? There isn't much. There, there isn't much. In my Just opinion, because of... no, look, the only other name that I could see that would make sense would be, I don't know how to say her name, so for all of you that are going to butcher me for saying her name wrong, before you say it, Anyways, uh, the, the Chinese champion, 125, Zhang Welly, yeah. is that, I don't know, yeah. how, Zhang, or, Zhang yeah. Wiley Zhang. Yeah, why, there you go, Wiley Zhang. I, I kind of almost went with her, but because she didn't fight again after that, right. like yep. that's kind of what did it for me. If, if you want to say, quali- say quality of fight, that might push her up, yeah, but it's, 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 it's Valentina. I, that's kind of that's what I thought, man. I just felt like this one was kind of hard not for it to be Shevchenko, because if we're talking about overall resumes, who else? I mean, who else on the female end can you really think of that made a sla- splash other than mm-hmm. maybe Clarissa Shields? And she didn't even fight. She made a splash just because she said she's going to MMA. So, well, but- interesting enough, you b- bring her up because actually my name comes from the same promotion. I was going a little bit out of the lines. I completely agree with you on the fact that Valentina is more than more than deserving. But yet again, you can't give the the award to LeBron every year. You know, you got to switch it up once in a while. Not to jock wait, off wait, the wait, lines, wait. You, but you think, wait, you think you think. Valentina's the LeBron of MMA women? Because I think it would be Amanda New Year's. I think she won one of those two fights, and I think they need to do a rematch on the third. Oh, I definitely think they need to run it back for that. sure. But, I mean, I agree. So, so with wait, that wait, wait, and, wait, where, and where's the bell? Factor, I was at one of those fights. And you got to factor <laughs> in the size, the size difference between the two. If The fact that she's so competitive with somebody who is significantly bigger than her. I feel like way is big, big into it as well, but going out, going out of the uh, ordinary a little bit, um, Kayla Harris, um, 
over Shevchenko? Because she was able to dominate throughout the PFL tournament, which ended, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right at the end of last year. Which, uh, all right, granted, I'm what stealing that some do stuff from 2019. Listen to me, damn it. <laughs> the fact that she was able to make multiple um, appearances on completely random promotions, the fact that she was able to build up her name. We're just going on Rising Star of the Year, Fighter of the Year in my eyes, is rising star of the year. Same I thought, type I thought of that was what the breakout star category was for. Yeah, good, uh, good That's point. That's what we made the breakout star category for. Good but, point. But in my eyes, her ability to kind of so cross promotions, put herself out the there. as your pick for fighter of the year? Huh? So does that mean your breakout star is the same as your fighter of the year pick? No, no, not always. What the all right go ahead but the fact that she was able to step through multiple promotions the the fact that she was able to run through the tournament so easily win that million dollars like it was nothing i i feel like uh she's the next in line i feel like if she can step her way into the ufc i feel like she's already very stiff competition for that belt against somebody like amanda nunes and i feel like I agree with you that she is the lioness goat of the women's division, but she wasn't active because she had a child this year. So yet again, can't give any real accommodation to her. But, uh, well, who do you got? Who are you guys? Both. You guys both seem so shocked by my pick. I already got Devin. Oh, I said, uh, that's only, he picked Valentina, too. Oh, did you? I, I, yeah. I, I went with the LeBron James pick on this one, man. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. And if New Year, if New Year had been more active this year, it's... Amanda New Year Again, is, is I feel like arguably my favorite fighter, period. So, But mm-hmm. she she didn't do anything this year, so I had to go yeah. with Valentina Shevchenko. Activity is something that has to be taken into account in these things, especially when we're talking about a fighter of the year category. They just have to be. In my opinion, yeah. that the activity has to be weighed or it's not accurate to me for a fighter of the year, but that's just my personal opinion. All right. So since I'm the only one that hasn't picked a uh, category yet, um, I'm going to go back to the wrestling side and I'm going to go top three wrestling moments of the year. Um, Now for these, I'm going to be full transparent. My order isn't like a, a one, two, three thing. Cause th- this and the wrestling match one, I went so back and forth. So I got three. They're just not, uh, they're not really like any particular order. So for me, uh, there's one is going to, I got it. Okay. I do have a number one, two, three. So I'll start from three to three and I'll end at one. Uh, number three for me on this one would have to be the Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega going in the impact thing. Here's why, because that, that single-handedly shook. Hang on one second. Hang on. I'm pausing my thing out. You're pausing your thing out. I don't. There you go. Oh, oh, he you turned his he I turned his camera off would, uh, to pause it out. I had to check something real quick. All right, two of mine 
even though they both have to do with AEW, to me, they, they kind of represent different things. Uh, the number three is going to be Kenny Omega, you know, showing up in impact. I think that that's great because I think that opens the doors to where you could really see a lot of what Corey, what you used to see back in the eighties, where you could see a guy show up a million different places. Plus you really, for the first time in years could create a scenario where you could have a real world champion. Back in the day, man, they would travel from territory to territory to territory and face the top guy there. So, like, you could create that again. That's why that's number three. It And nobody saw it coming. And if you say you did, you're a liar. Um, number two is Sting showing up in AEW. It's Sting! Okay. It's Sting! <laughs> in, my, in my Tony Schiavone voice. Uh, with his his old man slip on shoes and all, but uh, <laughs> but dude, oh, Lord. what a fucking moment! Okay, I saw the whole winter is coming thing, but I will be the first to admit that got me hook, line, and sinker because I did not think that that was who was going to show up when they said winter is coming. Obviously, you knew somebody was going to show up. I didn't even have somebody in particular that I had picked that was going to show up. But I damn sure didn't think it was Sting, simply for the fact, up until just recently, dude, he still was under WWE contract. Even if they were saying he couldn't wrestle, he was still doing appearances for shit. So I, he'd have been the last name. But I got to give credit where it's due. They were able to do something, and we've talked about this in our past episodes, which, as I've said, if you haven't watched it, and if you haven't already clicked that big red button in the corner, you need to do so and subscribe because you would know we were talking about this ahead of time. Uh, with Sting, man, I don't know how else to put it. The fact that they were able to keep it that quiet to where it didn't leak. And, Devin, you could speak a little more to this, but did you have any inkling that Sting was going to show up? Um, not at all. The only reason I knew is because uh, you texted me while I was at work, when I was in the bubble, trying not to – find out anything that happened on AEW. So I found out. I'm saying out, like, I'm saying you didn't know anything like a few days prior. No, no. Like when, when I, when you text me, it was like, Oh, we got to talk about sting. Like what the hell? Don't touch <laughs> sting that. <laughs> and, and this year, whenever somebody texts me about something, I'm like, no, please tell me they didn't die. That's, that's the first assumption for anybody nowadays, man. Yeah, man. How could it not be? Years. I mean, shit. I mean, realistically, how could it not be? But no, what? I had I had no idea that that's that was no no idea no idea that and that's why like I said that right there is why that's number two and the number one rest and this isn't really a moment but it's the thing that happened in wrestling the number one thing that happened in wrestling in 2020 whether it be good or bad was the fucking quarantine COVID. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. Look how many guys move places. Think about the one that I just said. If we didn't run into the situation that we did, what says that Sting ever leaves WWE? Facts. Here's another one. The Kenny Omega, the Kenny Omega uh, showing up in Impact thing. What says that they were ever going to team up like that had it not gone down the way it did? It's kind of hard to argue, man. You know, and too many guys, you had more guys jump ship and move in one day 
than we've had in 20 fucking years since WCW closed. There has been no bigger shakeup in the last 20 years to wrestling than the the quarantine. And I would argue that with almost anybody. Because look at all the changes that it's made. Hell, we might not even ever see a, a, a live event again because of this. So that has single-handedly cha- changed wrestling. That's why, to me, that has to be the number one thing that happened. I'm not saying I'm happy about it. No, but if we're talking about the top things that happened in 2020, dude. Quarantine and COVID to wrestling is like the biggest thing to happen to wrestling in this year, period. I I absolutely agree with you there. It changed the whole game up. And who's to say what implications it really has on all the other promotions and stuff really starting to gather a foothold in in the wrestling, you know, world. Like you said, you you're a huge wrestling fan. You don't even watch WWE anymore. I mean, it's it's. With them releasing so many guys, I mean, it really did add a huge boost to all these other promotions because they were able to get some guys that maybe WWE didn't see as A-tier talent, but there's obviously a reason why they were signed there to begin with. You know what I mean? So they, they had the talent. So, And, and just, just to touch, touch on that real quick, that's, it's, that's definitely one of my moments, the mass releasing of uh, wrestlers at WWE. I've been saying for the longest that WWE had way too much talent and don't know what to do with them. Yep. The fact that like like Rusev was stuck in this whole oh uh, Bobby Lashley and my wife triangle thing was like one of the dumbest things I'd ever seen in my life, and I'm like you're wasting that talent. Well, now now that they're not doing house shows because of the pandemic, they had to let some of that talent go. Yeah, a lot of that talent got to go to AEW, went to Impact. Uh, some of them showed up in ring are going to be in ring of honor and other promotions and stuff like that so basically wwe went through this phase where they were just hoarding talent because they didn't want aew to sign these, these people they didn't want well, dude we heard thinking. that firsthand dude think about when rhino told us that when rhino told us that they offered him a five-year deal to stay and go to stay instead of going to aew now again that's not no disrespect to rhino if anyone's got some love for Rhino in this room, it's me. But, I mean, look, dude, plain and simple, like, they were offering anybody that had anything to do with WWE, whatever money they wanted to get him to stay. So, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. That's why, for me, it was number one. We've heard my one through three. Devin, what what were your top three wrestling moments of the year? Well, the, the releases was, was definitely one of them. Uh, I just combined Sting and Kenny Omega into one, and the winner is coming show. That that might have been the best show of the year because yeah, I, I couldn't even argue that. Like I don't know if you guys listen to Eric Bischoff uh, podcast eighty three past guest always, show facts, but he always talks about how the one of the most important things for fans is surprises. That show had two of the biggest surprises of the year: Sting and Kenny Omega uh, screwing the company over, and you know saying, "Hey." Tune in to Impact this Tuesday. Dude, I haven't watched Impact at all this year. Maybe early, earlier in the year, but this is the first time that I was like, oh my God, I don't have XS TV on my, my, uh, my, I don't have cable. I got like sling, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to figure out how I'm going to watch Impact right now. I have not said that <laughs> since like Matt Hardy was doing uh, Broken Matt. So Winter is Coming was definitely one of the biggest moments of the year, probably the biggest show. And for me, the other big thing is canceling WrestleMania. 
The fact, wow. that WrestleMania, okay. the fact that WrestleMania and everything that was going to happen that whole weekend got canceled. Yep. That I think that's when people really, for wrestling fans, I think that's when wrestling fans realized that, hey man, this coronavirus thing is serious because for them to cancel WrestleMania and WrestleMania weekend, like we were, we were planning on going down there for that, man. We we had Airbnbs booked. We had you know what tickets for shows and stuff like that. And we were supposed that, to get yeah. tattooed by Lindsay Snow. Check out the interview there. <laughs> Exactly. So the fact that we had to cancel all these plans and we're just sitting there thinking, like, what, what the hell is WrestleMania going to be now? Like, what, what, what's going to happen now? To me, was one of the biggest things of the year. Corey? Um, because of side interest, my number three on the list, I guess you could say, is uh, Pat McAfee's impact in uh, NXT. I really I like think. It. I really think it brought some eyes in that don't normally watch wrestling. Like it really, uh, the I seen Twitter blowing up about it the whole night, the really the week of, and he he gathers some real eyes from people like me who watch a lot of other sports on you know on the outside, and uh, I I just love the impact, the fact that he took it super serious, the fact that he went out there not only had the one match but went out there in the pay per view, really put himself in uh, some danger, and. Uh, I thought he looked good out there. Uh, it, it, it was incredibly entertaining to me. That, that's that's number three on my list. Um, number two, not to steal off your pick, but that was going to be my pick. The fact that WrestleMania wasn't a thing. It, it, I mean, how how big of a thing was that for the for the whole wrestling world? It's crazy. It. I mean. Off, off the top of my head, I can't think of the number of it, but it, there's never been a show canceled before this, correct? Never. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Well, they didn't cancel the show, though. They still did WrestleMania, so they still yeah, didn't cancel but it. behind closed doors, and all, it was a whole different thing than what they initially had. Well, sure. Have they ever had and to move it to where there was no fans? Sure, but they didn't cancel yeah. it. No, well, that's what I'm That's what I'm referring to is the fact that they canceled the whole festations or festivities of the whole thing it wasn't it wasn't the event that it was initially supposed to be in really is for that matter every other year um the fact that like you said how long beforehand had you guys had everything booked just to make sure you guys could get everything going exactly and yeah. for, for them to step out of, and that's essentially them canceling attendance at the super bowl you know what i mean it's right. it's it's Really, it should be my number one, but I just don't want to. I don't want to steal your pick too hard. All right, um, we gotta hurry up and pick them because we're getting low on time. Well, hey, sorry, Mister Internet Connection. I know, but I just <laughs> looked at time. My bad. Hey, blame it on my flat tire. All right, I can't bl- and blame Wow's internet. If Wow hears this, fuck you. Hey, I am on Wow, and I would like to say if Wow would like to sponsor this here podcast, my Wow internet <laughs> is working incredibly. <laughs> Okay, fast good save, downloads, good even faster uploads. It's incredible. For, for the um, brand, man, good job. <laughs> my number one uh, wrestling event of the year is just like you. I, I hate to kind of steal everybody's picks, but it's just it's so it's so obvious what Corona besides just WrestleMania, what Corona did to wrestling throughout the whole year in general, not WWE. 
not a not anyone in particular the fact that it completely rearranged the whole way that wrestling is viewed the way that fans are able to interact with it um the way that it takes away from certain aspects but then they've tried their best to re redo those things in different ways to make it work for them um limited capacity crowd screens in the background fake crowd noise so on so forth it's it's been such a dramatic change in the way that wrestling's viewed throughout the year i i there's nothing else much that tops that i mean it's it's like that in all sports but i feel like it's tenfold in wrestling it really made a huge impact in wrestling i agree well like i said man we got a couple more things left to go so the next one I think we should call it audible, man. Instead of doing top three matches and top three fights of the year, we should just do fight of the year and, and uh, that, everybody just pick one. That's a fair point. All right. So since you started it, let's let's go. Who's What's fight of the year for you? Oh, man. Um, I don't – wait, come back to me. Somebody else go. I got I to gotta remember what these guys' names Corey, are. what's fight of the year? Fight of the year for me on the MMA side – which is an absolute rarity is a women's bout. And I, I feel like a lot of people are going to feel that way. If they remember the fact that it did take place this year, I believe it was January or February, but that Wiley Zhang versus Joanna young J check fight. I have never seen two women want a win in that octagon more than both of them did on the night. They both completely outlived any expectation I had for that fight. I knew it was going to be good going in. I did not expect anything to that level, to be honest with you. It was incredible. It really was. Um, it really showcased every skill that both women had. Um, they both landed a lot of heavy offense, a lot of heavy defense. It was, it was just incredible. Kyle? All right. So – that was going to be the other the other one if I didn't pick it. So since you picked that one, I'm going to go another way. For me, fight of the year, and I didn't even, to be fair, to be 100% fair, I watched this fight as it happened. I loved it as it happened. But as Corey said, it's been a long fucking year, so I forgot about mm-hmm. it. But when I was doing my research, Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker might be the best fight I've ever seen in my I, fucking life. I told you, that was my arguable number <laughs> one and two right there. Because even though a lot of people loved on this main event between the 125ers, and I think oh, that I was love another, too. another huge contender for fight of the year. But that fight, man, it just had so much back and forth. It was just, a, it was a banger. I can't argue with that pick, not even a, not even a bit. All right, Devin, who was fight of the year for you? Okay, once again, I'm, I'm going to the world of boxing. This is a fight that a lot of people might have forgot happened, but to me, this isn't just a fight of the year. This is one of the best fights I've seen over the past 10 years. Uh, Jose Zepeda versus Ivan Barakas. Okay. I don't know if you guys remember this fight. It was an I ESPN do. card. Yeah. Dude, just nonstop action from beginning. Knockdowns galore. I think it was like eight knockdowns in the, in the whole fight, man. Like A lot of people started comparing this to Hagler Hearns from, from back in the day, man. Just came out of the blocks, just nonstop action. This, this is this fight is more for those those, those uh, casual fans, like people just like watching people get knocked out and get punched in the face. Don't really like defense like that. 
this is one of those fights you have to show them. To me, when, when I heard people talking about it, I'm like, man, this, it couldn't be like this, this great fight like everybody was saying it was. No, it lived up to it, man. This is one of the best fights I've seen over the past 10 years. And who the hell is that in the corner? Man, what's up, man? <laughs> this motherfucker, bro. Like, you know, how we've been doing the show at the same time for three fucking years. At least I had the excuse of my tire going flat and my internet went out. What's your excuse? Man, fell asleep. <laughs> what I tell you? <laughs> See, at hey. least you know your boys here at Knockouts and Three Counts. Even with a flat tire, I made it. But hey. Kevin. Hey, better late than never, sir. <laughs> well, we're only hey. fucking got four minutes left. But since you're here, you only get one pick because we're running short on time. What was match of the year? Um. Match year for me, I had to say um, it had to be Kolo Bushi and uh, Kolo Bushi and uh, uh, what's his name? Shit, what's my man's name? It was G- well, I just know it was G one final. It was Kolo Bushi and um, and, uh, the guy from uh, the one guy with the uh, with the crazy hair. <laughs> his name? I can't think of his name. Naito. Not Naito, uh, from the other group. Fantasma? Oh, shit. Well, he's got Kota Ibushi. Devin, what is your pick for match of the year? Because we're running short. For me? Yes. What's Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede. I think people sleep on that match, man. That, That thing was absolutely awesome. That was fucking entertaining as shit, and I don't oh. know how Sammy Guevara is still walking. Hey, but Sammy Guevara is oh, in an interview with us that you can check out in that link. Oh, <laughs> I got it. It was Cola Bush versus Minoru Zuki. Uh, G1, uh, G1 Super Final 30. That's a, hell, that's a hell of a pick. All right. Suzuki was in the final? Yeah. They, They're trying yeah, to give Suzuki good. some love over there, bro. Oh, man. I got I to gotta catch back up on my, uh, my uh, New Japan, man. All right, so for me, dude, the match of the year is 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 out of the way as this sounds, and it's probably not what you would expect for me to pick. I, this is a toss-up, and there's a couple reasons why. I went back and forth between the Kyle O'Reilly versus uh, uh, Finn Balor match. Because, Devin, I know you're not watching NXT, but, dude, please do me a favor and watch that. Um, okay. I'm I'm serious. Like he broke Finn's jaw and everything. It was insane. Uh, and I went back and forth between that and a match that Corey a not. And this is why this is going to be my pick for match of the year. A match that Corey, a non wrestling fan who self admittedly doesn't watch wrestling quite like that, he enjoyed it too. We were watching UFC at the t- same time. So my match of the year is going to be the Young Bucks versus FTR. That was a hell of a match, man. That was a hell of a match. It was. Because that right there is what told me how good of a match that was. Because the fact that a guy who hasn't watched wrestling in how many years can watch that match and not know anything but what I told you as far as these two teams are the two best teams they got. And for him to watch that match and be like, see, if they did more shit like that, I would watch more wrestling. Yep. And you know what? I picked the Young Bucks in one of my matches too, though. Yeah, that was. That's why, like I said, that's what makes it number one. 
that that was the most like length of a length of time that I had viewed wrestling in years when we watched it that night. Um, and yeah, I, I can't argue with that pick just because of the fact it was, it was so damn entertaining. It really was. It, 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 it stuck my eyes to the screen. Literally we had UFC plan on two different screens, one above one below. And me being a, as big of a fan as I am of UFC, I was still choosing to watch the wrestling over it. So I can't argue with that pick, man. All right, the last, the last, the last set of picks that we got to make on our docket for 2020 is the uh, breakout star of the year. Now, again, I'm going to go through this real quick. Uh, for me, the male side, there's no argument. It's Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland won seven fucking fights in 2020 and made a grip on Dana White and them. And that knockout from Jacare was one of the nastiest things I've ever seen. Yep. And on the female side, like I said, the female side, uh, as far as breakout fighters, I'm going to go, who did I pick? Hold on. Let me check my picks. I had, I already had, uh, (laughs) I picked, uh, uh, MMA. Yeah. Yeah. So breakout star in MMA was Kevin Holland. And in wrestling, I said Thunder Rosa was my breakout star. Okay. I picked one for each. And the reason I picked Thunder Rosa is because Thunder Rosa, again, like she did what I've not seen any women's champion in WWE do. Like, I mean, period. She brought credibility to a title, which is what you want from a champion. Period. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Who's up next? Who's who's got next? Who got next? Kevin Holland. For me, uh, didn't had no idea who the hell this guy was until this year. I mean, I, I know I've like seen him before, but uh, he definitely made a name for himself this year. And um, well, since we can do either one, I'm gonna go Big Swole. Uh, really? Okay. I like yeah, Swole. Big, I like Swole. Don't get it wrong, but I'm surprised at that. Yeah, you gotta realize from from the beginning of the year to the end, she was in uh, Shine and came up. Made a name for herself in AEW. Opened up a pay per view, even though it wasn't the best. I, I feel like in, in the, the little time from the end of Shine up until now, I felt like she's definitely made a name for herself to the point where she's in the top five in AEW in the women's division. You know she's going to get a title shot sometime. So I can see that. Well, Kev, last but not least, man, let us know who your pick. Let let me know who your picks are on this. All right, breakout star. Um, I got Dexter Loomis. For wrestling, it's Dexter Loomis. Okay, yeah. good pick. And and for MMA, I actually do got Kevin Holland as well. I, I, I kind of figured oh. Kevin Holland was going to be the unanimous mm-hmm. here, but yeah. But far as all right, Corey, uh, go oh, ahead. Corey. Oh, I'm saying far as a woman, I got Deanna Peraza. All right, I have no problem with that pick either because she did a great job as women's champion, Corey. Real quick and last but not real least, quick, real quick, Kevin Holland uh, across the board, unanimous winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, on the women's side, I feel like it, things little got a little quiet because she got injured uh, towards the end of the year. She's already got a fight booked again, but Amanda Hebas Rebas, the Brazilian smiley chick that everybody fell in love with during the middle of the year during the quarantine. That's my breakout star on the women's side. 
All right. Well, there you have it. That's 2020. 2021's got to be a better year. And Devin already is trying to win best T-shirt of 2021. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Check us out <laughs> next Tuesday and every Tuesday at 9 p.m. And who knows, in 2021, you just may see some more of the other two faces you see on the screen. Fellas, it was great to have you back. Three of the original four with Corey. And we'll see you in 2021. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>